take two. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. <laughs> hey, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. In this podcast, oh, wait. <laughs> All right, take four. Look no, at- you you just say it. You okay. can do it. I know you can. <laughs> just welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. <laughs> I am dying. Oh my god. We're gonna fucking get it. It's gonna be epic, okay? And every time we hear it, we're gonna laugh because this is what it took to get it. Okay. Welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are two moms who are neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the stuff in between. So buckle up, buttercups, and join us on this roller coaster. All right, guys. So we're back again after another little hiatus that was completely not planned. I know. We thought we were back in it and then we were out of it. And then it was like the universe said, no, No. (laughs) ma'am. So this is Yesenia. Welcome back to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. Yeah. And Kiara. (laughs) She forget her name, guys. I feel like I'm in a a hairdryer. I know, right? It kind of looks like it. You can, you can, um, yeah, turn it. There you go. I don't need to like accidentally get up and (laughs) abducted. Yeah, like crack your head. Yeah, I don't need to do that. There's a lamp hovering. All right, we're good. So, um, why don't you tell us, tell everybody why we have taken a little break? Yeah, because your life has been upside down for a little bit. Oh my gosh, it's been two weeks now. No, feels like it's, it's been, been longer. forever. I think it's longer than two weeks. No, it's been two weeks. <laughs> it does feel like longer. <laughs> two and a half, because it's Monday. Because it happened on Wednesday or Thursday. Anyway, so... <laughs> I, I feel like it's been a month. No, it's been, it's only been less than two weeks. Shit. My husband was in a motorcycle accident two weeks ago on his way to work. And he's fine as far as like life-threatening... Um, but he broke his ankle in like five places. And so it was just like a whole roller coaster of doctor's appointments and emergency room visits. And in between all of that, he got his first kidney stone ever. What are the chances though? I don't know. They run in his family, but the fact that he's never in his life had one and it happened like the day, the night before his surgery and he's already in pain was, it was crazy. Yeah, Yeah. What are the chances? Yeah, so you have a strict rule for Rick. When he goes to work, he has to call you as soon as he gets to work. Yes. So and that, then, you know, he's made it okay. Yeah. And Which is kind of like what Will and I do when we drive over or take us. Yeah. Because we don't have reception. Just, so we're just like, hey, I made it. Yeah. Because you know what the time limit expectation is. Yeah. Then when he leaves for work, he tells me he's leaving. Yeah. So I know like, okay, in 55 minutes, he'll be home. Right. So. Pretty much. He called me like within 10 minutes of leaving. And your heart must have sunk like immediately. It's so interesting because I was just listening to this podcast where they were talking about um, like life saving stories, like where they've saved someone's life. And one of the ladies was talking about saving a little like a three year old that she nannied. And so they were like, oh, my gosh, you must have felt like this, this and this. And she was like, well, actually, no, like I didn't feel anything because I just didn't process it until like way later and i feel like that was me like i it for sure was you i kept waiting i that's why i kept asking <laughs> i just like, how did, how are you doing i feel like, like things kept happening to where i couldn't have a moment so i just had to like keep you were just like you were, you were like dory just keep swimming yeah when you called me, I was actually making my way up Ortega. If you had called me like two minutes later, I wouldn't have had reception. That was the weirdest like thing too, because I was like crying, but yeah. not like 
I think as you were soon as shock. I hung up, I went back to like being like, hey, I got to go. Like I got to because I was like literally in my closet getting dressed to go to the hospital yeah or like to find him but i think but i think too like you were just i need to let them know so they can help with kids yeah because that was like your next thing is i have two children i have to care for yeah i was just getting them like off to school and i was like what and then of course Allie, like she heard me answer the phone when rick called me and like i think she could see it in my face yeah for sure well yeah your face hides nothing we know this (laughs) she immediately went into panic mode and she's like what is happening and i feel like i stayed pretty calm i was like daddy got in an accident but he's okay like he's totally fine he just hurt his foot and i didn't know at that point right like he had told me my leg my leg's broken yeah yeah but he, other than that, he was, like, talking and coherent enough right. to, like, say for help. a few yes. words. So I was like, he's fine. Like, he's going to be fine. They just have to take him to look at his leg. And she was, like, not having it. So yeah. she's like, I'm not going to school. I'm not going to school. So uh, Aiden was just like, cool, dad. <laughs> like, dad. I don't know. He didn't, probably didn't think it was cool. But he was, like, unfazed almost. Right. And so I was But Aiden like, is that way. He's kind of like, huh. Yeah. Like, someone can eat crap in front of him. He's like, oh, you can get up. <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, unfazed by everything. Yeah. So, that, yeah, she was like, I'm not going to school. I like, And I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to fight you all night because I'm going to get a call from the school to like, pick you up anyway. Right. So, I might as well just put anxious. you somewhere that yeah. I can, like, leave you. So, I asked her, I was like, do you want to stay with Mr. Will or do you want me to take you to Miss Marcy's house, which is our other friend that lives yeah. on the street? She's like, I want to go to Miss Marcy's. I'm like, okay. So, I dropped Aiden off here for Will to yeah. take him to school because he was like, I got to go to school. Right. <laughs> and then I dropped her off at my friend's and then I literally got on the freeway to look for him like because i didn't know where he was he literally just called and said i crashed and my foot and i was like did you call 911 he's like no and i was like okay hang up the phone and call 911 and then we hung up and that's all like i didn't yeah so at that point i knew like that no one was there yet like police and he hadn't called an ambulance right so I was just gonna go straight and then on like as I'm on the freeway he texted me that he was at the hospital so I went straight to the hospital and I pulled in at the same time the ambulance pulled in I can't believe too it turns out the driver didn't have insurance and the other there was another car involved was there another car so no the driver did have insurance Rick thought he didn't okay he He just didn't want to file a claim or okay you know I think he was kind of worried it might have been his fault yeah. Which it wasn't, but I mean, yeah. but the other, the car that cut him off yes. took off. Yes. And that, left. That's crazy. So it is technically that like other on paper, fault. it's Rick's fault, Rick's fault because there's no other car to. That is nuts. That this person just drove away, not realizing they caused an accident back yeah. there. This man's life has changed. His wife's life has changed. <laughs> like really, because seeing the ripple effect of it, yeah. it, it trickles way down. Like you have had, I mean, you've been you know, busy with work and you've had to be driving back and forth to the Naval Hospital and, yeah, you know. Yeah, which was like an hour from us. Yeah. One and, way. And yeah, and we've had two extra children for, <laughs> yeah, for quite some days. Like the whole, yeah, everyone has just but been so But thank goodness, right? And this is why, like, it's so great and so important that we have a support system because yeah. how could you have done that without having somebody close by or he would just be alone right which i'm like oh, he's a big boy he can handle it he's grown and this is this is the scary part because it's like this stuff happens and it doesn't just affect the person that's in physically injured like 
Yeah. You know, it affects everybody. It affects everybody. Yeah. And thank God it wasn't any worse. I just, I'm oh, so yeah, grateful that it, it wasn't any worse. But, so bad. You know, it's just so dangerous being on a motorcycle, especially with people. You know, you don't know how fast people even in the morning, like they're running behind. They're no, I was on doing my their way. makeup in their ha- in their car. Like attention. they're not paying attention. And I know I feel like I'm so much more I, aware of it now. Like I was before. But now people change lanes like nothing with no blinker. Uh-huh. Like they're just. Yeah, it's like they're, they're like just the like only person on the freeway. Right. I don't know. It's wild. It's just like, yeah, everything changes. And I've had like so much thought about the whole, like, what do people do who, like, if I worked a job full time where I had to be there every day, like, and I couldn't be home helping him and taking care of him. Like, what do people do in that situation? Like he, I think this is why people say that if there's a big injury like that, this is why people become homeless and go bankrupt. Yeah, that makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. And they say most people in general are like three paychecks away from homelessness. You can see why. Yeah. You know, but thank God that you are working and doing your thing now too. I mean, imagine yeah. if this has ha- had happened before. But like also he gets his paycheck regardless. Right. So well, that's like that's but still the, that's you mean normal. the hands-on care yeah that's yeah but normal. i'm just saying like there's so many factors that lead to like not being able to get through this for yeah, so many for people sure. and like if he had a job where if he wasn't showing up to work every day he didn't get paid right we wouldn't be able to pay our bills for sure if i had a job where i had to go to work every day i'd have to either quit my job or he'd be on his own which like right. for the now he's fine i can leave him right um but the first like week or two, I did everything for him. Like he yeah. couldn't get off the couch to get well, water. He was in so much pain and the swelling, and yeah. I mean, there was just it wasn't just a normal break. Like no. it's a complete broke ankle. It in five places. Yeah, it detached from the rest of his leg, yeah. and so. he's over there trying to do so much too. It's like no, you just need to sit and let your body heal. Yeah, which he can't do very well. So I I I don't know if he told you, but I messaged him one day on Instagram, and I'm like, it's a time to go within. <laughs> He's probably like, yeah, Yesenia and your bullshit. Like, I don't want to hear it right now. I'm going to start flooding him with Joe Dispenza and meditations. And I think he's so bored at this point that he's like. I still need to come over and do his tarot. He literally asked me every day. He said it this morning. I know. I need to. I I was going to do it the other day. And I don't know. Oh, we had a shit show of a morning, Friday morning. Yeah. Well, and you had a busy weekend. So, yeah. But. I am it's on my list I gotta come over there yeah and he's do excited it. for that so you did our tarot reading yeah last you and week. your mom that was so I think like okay let me be clear here I don't really know what I'm doing I'm just following the instructions on the deck yeah but I have the deck and I just have now realized that it's really important for everybody to shuffle their own cards and deal their own cards like lay them out their own and because yeah because there were a couple of times that I did it to my cousin and I'm like oh this is this is all about me sorry girlfriend like I hijacked your your reading so I just learned like really quickly to just not touch the cards I don't know if my intentions just are so much more powerful than what people yeah you know but um yeah, so I did yours and your mom's. Yeah, it was kind of crazy how they were so different, different. and so specific. Because I did mine person. too. Yeah, yeah, all three of us got exactly what we needed. Yeah, or what, what was going needed. on. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So I thought it was cool. Um, have you sat and processed your cards? Yeah, I have a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I wasn't all the way like in it mm-hmm. because it was my first time, and I was like nervous. But nervous about what? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like I could do it again with like more intention. Yeah. Because I don't think my intention was fully focused on it. It was 
half on it and half like yeah just what is happening right um yeah because yeah, really, every card you were like i don't know <laughs> like your face is like i don't know <laughs> i really just felt like this wall up too of like not wanting to even process it so that yeah. was weird like well, I, I did think, i was like i don't really want to like well, dive into this well because you haven't been wanting to talk about your feelings with rick's accident yeah and i so. think that was very obvious that <laughs> that was what was happening right yeah. So I did sit down and look at it, but I kind of was also like, I just wasn't really like in it. Yeah. I was in it for like the, f- the fun of it to see what it was about, but yeah. I wasn't like committed to the intention. Right. And then there's my mom over there. Just like, she had all she's the like, feelings. She's taking all the notes. I know. Like, yep, which is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not her normal. Like she doesn't really talk about her feelings very often. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. But, but- I it's but, good for her. But I think that's what's great about that is like you don't really necessarily need to talk about your feelings all the time, but your feelings are going to come out one way or another. Yeah, when you see what you need to see and then you're exactly. like, oh boy. Exactly. It's there. Like, that's the culmination yeah. of what you're dealing with, right? And so, yeah. Yeah, mine was spot on for sure with like everything I've done. <laughs> when I was reading yours, I was like, uh huh. Very. <laughs> seriously, everything was spot on. So I'm still trying to figure out one part of it. Okay. But I feel like, you know, I'm just. But this is stuff that I'm aware of. And um, I mean, everybody that listens is aware of too, is, you know, like mental health was very big and emotions and unsureness of future and that kind of thing. So I feel like, you know, I am slowly, it's been really interesting. I think since the last time we recorded, I I mentioned like, I I might just be done with work. Yeah. So right after I started having those thoughts, it was more like, no, I'm having dreams now of creating a home salon space here so that I don't have to commute anymore. And I can really now have the flexibility once Genevieve is in school that I can have a little workspace here and not have the stress and the overhead I pay is crazy. So taking out the stressful part of the equation might make it, you don't need to quit more even more enjoyable making it. Yeah. Because I love what I do. So I really can't picture myself not doing hair but I just don't want the stress part of it anymore yeah that so, makes sense. so I know when you were like, like I'm gonna stay do you stay at home mom I'm like, you're like no you're no, not, she's not. <laughs> it wouldn't take me long to be like fuck this this is like <laughs> this is the I don't know something else talking but right. there's no way yeah well, <laughs> and even probably the people like people who are listening are probably like how many times has she said she could never be a stay-at-home mom right like, I know something is no it, but that's how you up. know like Something that's, needs to change. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how you know I'm at my wits yeah. end. Like, it's just not working for me anymore. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I keep having thoughts and I keep running into people that are like, if you ever do hair around here, let me know. And so I think, you know, that is all, I'm taking those all as signs that yeah. I just need to start like looking into what I would take, what it would take to um, legally be able to operate out of home. Um, and, you know, just start kind of preparing for that because, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do something yeah. different. So. It would be so nice to not have that commute. It I'm would. Sure. It would. Yeah, absolutely. And then I could schedule it in my day where I could go do yoga and work yeah. out here at home. And, and then I wouldn't That's have to so wake much. up at 430 in the morning to do it, you know. Yeah. So much more flexibility. Yeah. So, but I think that's like, it's amazing to me how quickly once you decide what you want, like you things will happen to mm-hmm. kind of re- reaffirm or reassure you that you're in the right direction of questioning. I think yeah. like that's where I am right now is just really leaning into the curiosities that I'm having. And for me, my dreams have always been like my number one teller of 
things. So now I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, okay, what was I dreaming? I know I was dreaming something real good. And it was trying to tell me something. So I'm like really just tuning in. And my yeah. dreams are not that way. Mine have always Mine are ridiculous been. that. <laughs> I mean, no, I have never. ridiculous parts of them where I'm like, what the heck? This makes no sense. But some of it is like clear, clear as day. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. But that's just something I've always been aware of since I was a little kid. When I was in high school, we did, I can't remember what class it was, but we did a dream journal. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to do again and then have like an interpret, a dream interpreter come I've actually, one of my clients suggested that I do an exercise when I wake up. Because she's a therapist. Did I tell you about this? Yeah. So that's what the dream journal is. As soon as you wake up, you write your dreams just down. Fir- but but for me, it was like she just said to write down the first things that come to your mind, not necessarily about your dreams. Okay. But some of them were. And so I, I took the journals for her to look at. And she was like, oh. And she turned like, oh. And it was like one of them that stood out to me was, I want my food the way I want my food. <laughs> Right. Of course, I would be dreaming about food, right? But, so funny. but it's so true. But it's also about me just being a control freak yeah. and wanting what I want and not caring about what else is in the way. Yeah. So it's like very self-centered. So then it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, like it's it's. Yeah. You can interpret that in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Right. And um, there were a couple of others that were like really big for me but it was just you know like your therapist had you do this oh no your client one of my i have a several retired <laughs> clients that are therapists it's such a like interesting avenue for a therapist to take though because it's a little like not in the normal like no um, she's very like esoteric oh she had me do this other exercise with her the other day last week she was like there's a really cool exercise where you literally like you almost piggyback your partner or whoever you're doing an exercise with right and the like person, literally put them on your back literally okay and the person that's on their back is supposed to say the things that they don't like oh and, and then so you throw them off <laughs> so you do it and she goes you do you realize that as you're saying the things that you don't like about this person or this relationship your body is getting heavier they are feeling the weight of what their expectations and their things so we did it together and it was crazy like she i ended up almost like full on piggybacking her because she was totally weighing into, but she just used it to relay like things that she's going through. And it was pretty powerful. And I thought she goes, that's how people understand the heaviness of relationships. And like, this is what I have to carry. Like you don't approve of this. You don't like this. You don't do this. Uh, You know, all these things, they add up. And that's like when we talk about having the weight of the world on your shoulders, that's like an exercise where you can actually physically feel it. That's crazy. Right? I just, yeah, that is wild. But also like imagining you piggybacking a lady in your soul. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And she's the best. She is like, so funny. she was like, we don't have enough space in here because I have a small suite. <laughs> right. But if we had been in the hallway and someone saw that, they'd, they'd be, be like, like, what the fuck is happening right now? These were hair salons. <laughs> sweets. Like- I really want to find a place that does like tea leaf and coffee. Have you ever heard of that? No. I mean, yeah, I've heard of tea leaves and coffee, but what do you do with No, it? so they, they use it as a form of kind of like fortune telling. It tells a lot about, oh. about what's happening with the way the leaves are left in the cup and how the coffee – I forget what kind of coffee it is. It's like Turkish coffee or something. 
the way the stuff remains in the cup says a lot about what's happening. So I don't, it's more, that's more like Middle Eastern tradition, I think, or gypsy. I don't know if that's a considered a culture, but I think so. It's so interesting how you can get things out of that stuff, like those different forms of things. But I feel like it's, you can try anything like, and you're going to get the same because it's what you're feeling. And that's just like a way to bring it out. Absolutely. That's what I thought about the cards. I was like, I probably could have got them in a different order, but I still would have gotten the same message because it's like, Uh what is inside of me that needs to come out. But it's just interesting how it works. I know. Yeah. So, um... What was I going to tell you? So today's day one of my detox. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, tell them I've about. detoxed more because I cut out uh, cannabis about, I don't know, it's not something that. Was a week or two ago? No, it's been a month, maybe. Oh. It's been, I think this is my fourth week. Wow. Yeah. And I have to say the first week was really hard just because I typically microdose before bed so that I can really sleep. And I realized after that why I have, like why I started doing microdosing because I was an insomniac and I became an insomniac again, like those first two weeks I was Mm. waking up at 2.30 and 3 every single morning and not being able to go to sleep until like 4, 4 4.30. It really sucked. But my brain has, everything has recalibrated now. So I feel like I'm okay. And it's just crazy. Like, I'm just, you know, starting to really be mindful of everything. It's like taking one thing out that is a mind-altering substance. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be present all the time. Have, yeah, yeah, all the time. There's no escapism. And, and it's even like pulling. And then I realized I was like, oh, I'm having more seltzers. So why am I doing this to make up for that? So, but, you know, I'm just like trying to really purify my body right now I have something big coming up that I'm going to do a retreat and I need to be completely present with everything so I am cutting out all the bullshit and um a few weeks before I got to cut out or a couple weeks before I got to cut out meat and that kind of stuff too so it's a really big thing and sex no I don't oh yeah actually yes oh let me remind you (laughs) but I think that one's like three weeks three days before Oh, that's not bad. That's not terrible. Do that every week. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Like, just like, I'm on my period. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm just like preparing myself today's day one. I, I, I knew that after our little getaway this weekend, it was like, okay, when I finished our getaway, it's time to like quit the shit. So yeah. uh, we went and had a great weekend in San Diego and it was just like, I can't believe we went four years without getting away without kids. I don't know how. I know. Did you, was it like super great? You needed it like immediately, like fine. Or was there a little bit of like, what are we going to do without children? Yeah, no, I think I had like anxiety leading up to it because it's like, you know, expectations. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Right. Expectations are super hard. Right. So I actually had a therapy appointment. I want to say Tuesday. And, um, I didn't even know that I was feeling anxious and she was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, well, we're going away this Friday. And I'm kind of like, oh, I think I'm anxious about it. Like, and she was like, why? You know, I'm like, I just don't know what he expects and what I expect in it's my head. It's almost to like going on a honeymoon. Like yes. what a weird, um, sensation that is For because sure. there's like expectations, not even that you've talked about or you think your partner expects. It's more just like societal yeah. expectation of right. like 
what a weekend getaway looks yeah, like. Yeah, I remember when Rick and I went on our honeymoon, I was like, we literally, we had lived together already at that point. Yeah. So it was like, we literally see each other Every day. all the time. So like, what is, and we'd been on vacation together, but, and we didn't even have children yet. So it was just like, why does this feel so much more like nerve, like anxiety inducing because than there's pressure. a regular, yeah. And you really, and you really have no distractions, right? You yeah. just have your partner, which yeah. is, can be really great. But I also remember sometimes where we've gotten away and we've had really difficult conversations and things come up. Back then, I didn't have the tools to know how to navigate this. Without it just blowing up and yes. being bad. And so this time with my therapist, she was like, well, you know, why don't you just tell him that you're feeling a little anxious and, you know, tell him that you're nervous about expectations. And it's not maybe so much that he had, but maybe more that I'm like putting out Thinking there in my head. That he might have. That he or, might have. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I talked to him about it Thursday night. I think we always have the best conversations once we turn out the light and we're just laying in bed but not looking at each other because I feel like that's when I can be like my, my most vulnerable yeah. and not be worrying about like the glaring eyes at me, you know? So, um, and it's like a very um, non-threatening position. Yeah, for, yeah. for sure. So <laughs> I just kind of said it because he was like, I'm just so excited. And I was like, I'm excited too, but... <laughs> <laughs> and I think also, like I, I always feel like I'm the one talking about all the feelings. Yeah. But I feel like I need to be the one to do it because otherwise it won't get talked. Otherwise, about. it won't get talked about. And uh, we had a really great conversation. I was like, okay, we're going into it. We both agreed. Okay, let's go and no expectations. And yeah. it's a great thing we did because our Friday morning was a shit show. <laughs> that and could have fueled a fire. It could have absolutely yeah. made it. And so when we finally got in the car to leave after everything, we were like. Cheers to no expectations. Like, thank God we hadn't, you know, that yeah. we were on that. And so after that, everything was great. We had a, a we had a great time. We went with the flow. Like, we didn't stress about where are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Um, like, we tried to find reservations. If we couldn't, we just went somewhere else. And, yeah. and it was, we ate some really great food. We went on a horseback ride on the yeah. de- to the beach. And then we were on the beach. With your 22-year-old cowboy. Cowboy, Austin, <laughs> from oh, California. Aust- his, his name, name Austin. of course it so was. So he was like, my name's Austin. Unfortunately, I'm not from Austin. <laughs> oh <my laughs> but gosh. he sounded just like Matthew McConaughey. I but it was really funny. Like, it's yeah, so funny. I, and it's so funny hearing Will's whatever. Yeah, so he led your horseback riding. And while you were in the bathroom, he like was talking to Will about yeah, sex, like apparently. what was going to happen. And then Will said when you came out, he like changed his tone and he was like, hey. He was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny that you guys went like a whole day or day and a half of him thinking like, oh my gosh, this guy's like and totally no idea. not hitting on my wife, but like in, obviously. Trying to be cute. Yeah, trying to like be a little yeah, flirty or like make himself seem. And you were just so, like completely oblivious. I was so oblivious. I was like just enjoying the horse and talking to her. Her name was, her name was Latte. And he was like, she's a sassy one. I was like, oh, then you gave me the perfect horse. <laughs> and she ended up being perfect because he was yeah. like, yeah, she didn't do her normal thing. So I was like, because she knew I'm sassier than her. She yeah. better not try. <laughs> yeah, but I was completely oblivious, oblivious. But it was it was a really fun ride. I am so sore. My butt is so sore from that ride. I just don't know how people do it. Riding horses. Get used to it. I don't know. Yeah. I think your muscles adjust. It's like doing anything but new, But it doesn't though. feel like your muscle. It feels like your butt bone. Well, I don't know. So, you're so the next yesterday, Will was like, my sides are sore. He oh, was yeah, like, he, he was like, I thought it was from dancing. <laughs> And I, and I thought about it. I'm like, no, it's like like our body was doing this. Yeah. Tw- you know? So yeah, I'm like, it's, it's definitely from the horseback, right? Yeah. 
But, but it's so interesting because, like, think of those muscles that you just don't really use that way. And for they're, sure. Like, if you did it all the, the time, they would yeah. go differently. For sure. Yeah. Uh, apparently, one of the fun facts was that a forensic specialist said that they can always tell who rides horses a lot because of the inner pelvis muscles. Yes. Because, yeah. you, yes, you're supposed to almost like with yeah. your thighs. Yeah. yeah. So he said that interesting. was interesting. Huh. There were some fun little facts. That's funny. So we met a girl. At one of the bars we went to, after we went horseback riding, we went straight. We just like didn't go to the hotel. We just went to uh, find a drink. We found a place called Fred's, you know, whatever, normal food. So anyway, so we met this girl next to us. She was like really cute, but a hot mess, really cute. She was a server at another restaurant across the way. And she just, but she, you know what I mean? Like, but she told us she was out here from Jersey. Okay. She is the middle child between two sets of twins. Oh my gosh. So you see what I mean about hot mess? Oh yeah. I would be a hot mess too. So she (laughs) left when she turned 18 and her parents kind of disowned her. They cut her off from insurance. Like they were like, no, you want to go? You're going to be cut off on your own. But then she's like, they put me back on a year later, but she was like, I've always been really independent. I've been working since I was 14. Like you have to be. She was like, I'm like, she had her keys. She's like, I'm on my second Jeep. I bought it myself. You know, she, she, so she just had this like personality of like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. I'm yeah. not going to let anyone. But she was talking about like, yeah, she was eating a cookie. And she was like, it's an edible. She was like, you want some? And I was like, no, I'm on a cleanse. Thank you. And she was like, yeah. She was like, as long as it's not Coke and whatever. And I was like, oh, wow. definitely not that. <laughs> nope. Uh, um, you're on another level, girlfriend. And so Will and I are just kind of like looking at each other. This girl is... Yeah, but she just kind of told us her whole life story about being a middle child in a very strict family and her older twins were like the perfect ones and the younger ones were like you know they kind of got whatever they wanted and she was just kind of in the middle doing her own thing she said she got introduced to partying and drugs really early at 16 she said she started really partying but she came out to california on her own she's been here i don't know i think she said she was 24 25 now but you think about that like what makes somebody be that ballsy to just like up and go and also be able to figure it out. She lives on her own little place on the beach. She said, she's like, it's really small apartment. She's like, but she, yeah, she's like, I'm, I live on the beach by myself. I have my own car. Nobody. She was like, my parents can't tell me shit, right? I've done it. Yeah. I mean, right. So I'm like, that's probably what she's wanted her whole life. (laughs) So when she's able to do it, she's like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I always wonder how many people living in, especially those kind of towns, like where there's a lot of tourists and things happening, you know, how many of those people just have that kind of story. And we yeah. got lucky enough that she was just spilling it all. So I got to hear it, you know, but it was just kind of crazy. Will looked at me and he was just like, <laughs> like, she's a mess, <laughs> but she was fun. And she was like, I feel like the middle and- child is always a mess. I know. I'm kind of, I'm the middle child. Normal. I'm kind of the middle child. Yeah. Kind, yeah, I guess I'm the middle child. Not a mess in a bad way. Like, but yeah, it's like you do things differently. Kind of, yeah, you do, yeah, you take your own path. Yeah. Well, like my sister. For sure. <laughs> Definitely. But, um, yeah, and so she asked, uh, she was like, are you guys here on your first date? And I was like, <laughs> I looked at Will, I'm like, that's so cute. I love hearing that, though. I think it's a great, just I was like, that's a great compliment. And we yeah. told her, like, no, we're here just on a weekend. We've been married 10 years. And she was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> she, and, and he was like yeah we just left the kids you guys have kids how old are your kids and i was like oh i have a 16 year old and then we have a, a nine and a almost three year old and she was like shut 
house. <laughs> so when she left, she was like, I want to be like you guys. I want to be like you. Oh, that's I was cute. like, oh, thank you. Like, that means a lot. But yeah. it's so nice. Like, that was why we went. You know, these trips are so important to reconnect because you can so easily, you know, just forget yeah. what brought you together. And it's really like when I was a single mom and dating Will – when I didn't have Alexia, we would have weekends like that where I was coming to his house and he lived in Dana Point. So we could go and, you know, find a bar, get this, go here. It was like, that's yeah. kind of how it felt. So it just like, it was so reminiscent of our dating life. Yeah. We just, I know. I can't. And really have random conversations. I remember the last time. Yeah. I think we need to change that. I want to make it Years. to where you can have a little getaway <laughs> with Rick sometime when his foot's okay. Oh that you guys yeah, can have day. some time. Because sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's really important. I was just thinking about it the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, my little brother is moving out here. Oh, that's right. Um, Twenty nine like palms this right? weekend. He's moving here. Oh. he's coming and bringing his car, and then we're gonna take him to the airport in San Diego, and he's flying back home. Okay. And they're going, and he's going home for a while, but then he's coming back and moving here. Okay. And I was like, I wonder if he's like uncle enough to like. <laughs> Come and stay with the kids for a weekend and like watch them. Girl, you train him to be uncle. <laughs> He's young. You train him. But absolutely. Yeah, it just would it'd be so nice to have. Well, I think to... that would be really great for you to nurture that relationship. He's very responsible, so yeah. I'm not like worried about it or anything. But, but for him to but, bond with the kids, that's important. Yeah, too. and they do like we see him and the kids love him and know him like yeah. they're comfortable with him and I'm comfortable with him like watching them well, like see, that's he's the thing. very if responsible if he just comes more often it'll yeah. be great but it, it'll be nice to have him close because um I haven't lived close to him ever yeah so it'll be fun to I can't wait for that yeah we'll have to have goes. a welcome party of some sort yeah after my cleanse <laughs> <laughs> for the holidays for the holidays we'll be ready yeah so it'll be fun how fun yeah that'll be really nice to have some family close by for you we've literally never lived near each other did you guys have a big age gap right what is yes it? he is 25 i want to say mm. 25 or 26 yeah so isn't that crazy like i really felt like with our even with our guide austin when he was talking he was like yeah i'm 23 and i'm like 23 <laughs> i can't believe it just feels weird you know like yeah. when you get into your later 30s cuz i'm 36 now which i don't feel 36 it's like how so do you weird. even talk to these young children yeah you realize <laughs> but that's how- like i have another little brother who's like 20 i don't even think he's 21 yet maybe he just turned 21 or he's 20 he's 20 or 21 i don't know but yeah. um yeah, I'm like, I don't even know what to say to you. Like, he's just like, in a whole different phase about? of life. For which sure. I'm sure it's not that, like, you know, like, if I could call him and talk to him and he'd be fine. But it's just, like, but it also, seems like a lifetime ago that I was that age. But it is a lifetime ago. <laughs> it's literally a decade <laughs> ago. Ten years. Yeah. yeah. Twelve years. And a decade makes a big difference in yeah. people's lives. And the way that things change, too. Like, things are so different for, for them sure. than they were for us when we were that age. But. And I think for them, like, because their military is probably, yeah. it feels like they're probably more mature. I feel like people in the, in the military mature much faster. Yeah, they are Because I compare mature. it to some 20-something-year-olds I know, and it's just like, there's no... Like it's or even 26-year-olds that we different know. Different realms or, of life, yeah. you know, where it's like, I, I, like in my head, I'm always thinking like when people tell me their age or I know their age, I'm thinking at your age, I already had a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old. So I always go to like where I was at that age. 
which is obviously that wasn't, isn't the norm either, but I just have no way to relate sometimes to people that are free and have like no goal and like, or they're just floating about in life, you know? There, I feel like there are still people that are like my age that sometimes else, like even on social media, I'm like, girl, yeah. like I grew out of that when I was in my like right. mid twenties and here we are, you're 36 yeah. and still, still like it. still doing it. And it's just like, yeah, it's interesting how people mature at different, yeah. at different times. Obviously so. like life circumstances will do that to you. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to like look at, look at correlations or differences yeah. the people that we do life with. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. So hitting the hot, the, the hot. So I went to hot yoga this morning. That's what I was thinking. Did you go to the same place? Oh, my gosh. We should talk about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So last Friday. I escaped the house. Yes. And um, I, it's so funny when I leave the house now, I'll be like, I'll tell Rick, like, Will's home. So if you need anything, <laughs> like, just is home today. Like, just, like, yeah, just not that he need like not that he would even call or need anything. Case. But I'm just like someone yeah. is like nearby if you yeah. fall and need help. Yeah. So um, I sent you a message like, you want to join me for hip hop yoga? I know, and I was really on the fence for a long time. I don't think I because you had told me earlier in the week. I think like I told Monday you like Monday or, or Tuesday with yeah. your mom when we did the cards. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, sounds fun. And then the whole week, I'm like, oh, I don't know, like yo, I just haven't done yoga in so long. It doesn't really like sound appealing to me. I'm not very flexible, so it more more most of the time it hurts more than it's like relaxing. But that's the thing when people tell me they're not flexible and they can't go to yoga, I'm like, but that's why you go because you're not flexible. Yeah, no, I get that, but yeah. it's just not enjoyable. Right. So it's not something I would like volunteer myself for. Right. So I just so you know, I had the same like. I know it's so funny that we both were kind of like. I don't normally you're gonna go. Or you're gonna yeah, because go? I work normally on Fridays, yeah. and I was like, since I don't work and I got the morning free because Will's here. Yeah. Let's go. And now I'm sad that so, you work on Friday mornings because I, I want to go. I want to go back. I'm like, how can I make it to where – well, definitely when I work at home, yes, we will be going every Friday morning because we walk okay. in. So it's 8 a.m. 8 a.m. <laughs> it's like all the moms who have just dropped their kids off at school. Uh-huh. And – And a couple dads. <laughs> so you walk side. in and it's literally a box. Yeah. Like the room is just a box. A square, yeah. And it's dark and mm-hmm. there's candles. Yeah. And you've in the dark find your place. Which but it was we already walked full. in and it was straight up hip hop there club was music like playing. Thirty people in there. Yeah, it was in a, a lot. small box. Like we had maybe what? A foot, foot and a half between, between each mat. Yeah. Like yeah. in three rows of ten yes. people. Yeah. And the room was filled. It was completely Yeah. Filled. And it was straight up like two thousands hip hop. I know. Like so good. I so, felt like I was in ninth grade on the dance floor. Right. So I looked at you and I'm like, I feel like I should have a margarita in my hand. Yeah. Like what is it's this? Eight o'clock in the morning on a Friday. Yeah. Um it was so good though. There was a lot of yoga, was, a lot of twerking. So I expected right. So I expected like when we were in child's pose. We started no, no. We started right away up, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, like we're not." She's not even easing us into anything. No, we got right into the work. We got right into the work. W E R K. Yeah, but there were parts where I was like, I I was not ready for that first body roll. Let me just tell you that I was just like, and for, and I also don't like like choreographed feeling music. Like I like to dance, but I don't know how to dance choreograph does that make sense 
Yeah, but I feel like the vibe was very like just do what you it was. can. It, like, right. Do so I feel like once that first body yeah. roll happened, I was like, fuck oh it, I gotta let it go. And so that it was so much fun. It was yeah. so challenging. Yeah. It, was, it was like a hit workout, but my muscle thighs, burn, my butt and thighs some, were like, hurting, butt shaking, and and I realized my butt doesn't do that. Like I, I need, but yeah. It was it, it was, was fun. so fun. When we walked out of there, and it's like we got the whole fucking like day. We were. <laughs> it was weird to come out to the to next light. club. It was yeah, weird to we come out like, to light, but and completely soaked. I feel like soaked. I just jumped in a pool. Yeah. every single part of my body was wet. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean my too. hair. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, like that's the thing with having short hair. Like yeah. long hair will catch some of your sweat. Mine just rolls right off. Yeah. So like I was yeah. just completely I was in drenched. Downward dog, and it was like rolling into my mouth. I was like. <laughs> I know. You know what's it's funny? Them. When I do hot yoga and I taste my sweat, I can tell when I haven't hydrated enough. Oh. It tastes too salty. I'm like, mm. like you said, you'd need to up the water. Yeah. yeah. But I you've never, you've never, like, the, I think yoga is the only time I've ever felt like I'm drowning not in water. Like when you do those, yeah. those inversions and the sweat just like goes into your nose and you slurp it. It's just like the most uncomfortable <laughs> feeling. It's like the grossest. Yeah. There was like a moment where I, I think the first 15 minutes I was like, I'm going to die in yeah. here. This will be the end of me. Like just. It was so hot. And then I was like panicking about my exit. Like how am I going to get out of here? <laughs> you weren't planning an exit. You the know first, I would not have let The you. first 10 minutes and then I was like, I can't be the first one to leave. So I'm going to wait for someone else to Nobody leave. Leave. Nobody left. Yeah. <laughs> but after the first 10 or 15 minutes, then I got through it and it was yeah. fine. And then there was just like one more point like maybe three-fourths of the way where it got so hot and I, I thought I was like going to pass yeah. out and I just like stopped and like laid on my door. mat and she opened and the doors like, and I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And that saved me. But yeah, I definitely was plotting my escape <laughs> and I was like, dang it, my purse is in that room, but there's no escape. <laughs> you were just going to wait on the lobby. There is. There's a back door exit, uh, which I didn't uh, know until yes, the end. Right. But I was like, if I get stuck in that room, then I have to come back through this room and do the walk of shame. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. make it. So. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. And the, the man next to me was so funny because he was this big black Huge, man. Huge. Like right? six foot four. Yeah. And he was 300 just, pounds. He like, and he, he wasn't been fat, there. but he was just like a very big. thick. He, had a, he said he hadn't been there in eight months and I was like all right if I seriously but he finished the class he was grunting his way through it but he yeah. finished the class there were a few points where the instructor walked by me and yeah. I was down uh-huh. and she like flicked sweat onto me and Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, walked, when she was it. passing around the cold towels at the end, she it, just like, sweat on my forehead. Uh, I was like, there it is. <laughs> Everyone just becomes one in that room, just, like for real. The two ladies in front of us were awesome oh. to watch. I just loved watching them, like feeling themselves, yeah. and like when our thighs were burning, they were like smacking their asses. Like you could tell too, she was this. like a step ahead of the choreography you can tell she does She's this every friday like yeah. she knows the routine teacher was, was awesome i she loved was. her energy yeah. and she had this like really raspy loud voice yeah, she, and i was just it's like, like she spoke from her stomach yes like not yes. she wasn't just talking like it was coming from deep in there yeah it was yeah <laughs> <Never> <laughs> <in there. laughs> it was for sure i felt the same way but she was so fun and watching her just like get in it too when she, we were doing it it reminded me of um with sandra bullock when they're dancing around the fire to get low Oh, that's um, what she reminded me of. Yes, yeah. Like at the end of it, when she just gets fully into it, like that was her. Yeah. That was her vibe. Yeah, no, she it was, was it was great. It. I 
can't wait till I can do it again. I'll have to take a Friday off every once in a while or a morning off so I can make that class because we realize it's only Fridays, right? Yes, it's only Fridays. But yeah, but it was so much fun. Was. Thank you for coming with me. Yeah. How did you feel the rest of the day? Good. I felt like right when I got home, I was like, I need a shower. I'm full of my own sweat. Right. <laughs> Seriously, like you could wring out your yoga pants. Yeah. And then I got out and I haven't worked out in so long. I was just looking on my Peloton app. I haven't mm-hmm. rode the bike in three weeks. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So I felt tired. Yeah. Accomplished, but tired. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. And then I took a nap. <laughs> I was sore the next day in my thighs. Yeah. So I, today I did a third one. I did, uh, it was a hot power class. I told you I got there and. Oh, yeah. Uh, the teacher had to make some space for me. And one of the ladies was not happy about it. She ended up moving to the front row. <laughs> To be with your friends. By you. I was like kind of annoyed, but then I was kind of grateful because I had extra room and yeah. the two people next to me had extra room now because they were so giving with space. Yeah. And this is what happens. So I always find it weird, especially when you're like in a yoga studio where you're there to show like compassion and like, I just think it's kind of like what yoga signifies being the and you're being a bitch it. about it. Yeah. Like when I have been in class and someone comes in last minute, it's like, oh, you're here. I... Like, we'll make we'll room move, for you. Yeah, yeah, we'll move for you. It's not that serious. That's normally <laughs> the feeling that you get. Yeah. And this lady was clearly not happy about it. But yeah. I was like, whatever, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> I got space. <laughs> I got more space than you. Yeah. So here oh, we are, man. back out of the gates, man. We are. I feel like we say that every single time. I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but now that... We're not in the closet today. I know. You guys, we have a. We decided today because I have my little Gigi here, and she has got major separation anxiety these days from me. Yeah. So we're trying it in my little Zen Den area, and it's working well. Yeah. So we'll put a little picture up so you guys, are, so you guys can see what this little space looks like. Yeah, and I feel like it opens up our like time opportunity to record the podcast. So Absolutely. Now we can be more consistent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we don't have to wait for someone to watch her or yeah. yeah, this is great. I'll just kick her off of it and then yeah. <laughs> indulge. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So thank you for being flexible. This was good. Yeah. You. You, you. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. Thank you for being flexible. <laughs> you childless one over there. <laughs> I mean, I've got a child at home on the couch, but he's self-sufficient for now. For at least an hour he is. <laughs> I know. I walked into work today and they were like, oh, you got to leave your husband for a little bit? And I'm like, yeah, I've got two hours. Let's go. Like, chop, chop. <laughs> Let's roll this thing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's he's good now. He I trust him more. To and he's got the, the wheel for his yes. foot. Yeah. So you feel so much better. Yeah, it was funny the other day. He, Because I like, especially for the first week and a half before his surgery and like the few days that he was recovering from surgery, I would walk up the stairs behind him when he was going yeah, up in case he fell. And then I'd walk down the stairs in front of him like facing In case him, he in fell, case he, he fell. knocked you over. Yeah, yeah and I, he was not allowed to go up or down the stairs without me. Yeah. And even when he like would go into the bathroom, I would like watch to make sure that yeah. he didn't fall. Um, but he's going up and down the stairs by himself now. And it was okay. funny. So yesterday or two days ago, he was coming downstairs and I could hear, I was in the kitchen. I could hear Allie and she's like, dad, what are you doing? And he was like, what coming down? She's like, you didn't tell mom. Someone has to watch you. Like she was lecturing good, him. Good. <laughs> but he's got extra eyes. I was like, he's fine. He can do it. He, I think like 
the pain and the getting used to being on crutches mixed with narcotics yeah is just a little iffy but he's not been on pain pills for a week yeah. now so he's coherent he wants you to go read him his future let's go <laughs> that's what he let's read, let's read, read his future i know i can keep telling me when i'm, I'm gonna like, get better yeah no motherfucker no i can't <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you gotta be patient you gotta do, this is a t- do all the things you don't want to do this is the inner work time yeah I, I know he thinks i'm crazy for saying that but no because i tell him all the time time to go he in. doesn't think we're crazy he just doesn't want to do it because it's difficult work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the norm for him. Mm-mm. Yeah. So. Well, it's a time to do what's not normal. Yeah. That's what I said. I agree. So. All right, guys. Thank you so much for today. We this will be good. back. We'll be back next, next week. week. For real. Have a. <laughs> right. <laughs> we won't leave you on another cliffhanger. Um, we keep coming back with like. <laughs> there's. You know what? If we if we don't come if we don't come every week, then there's more to say. Yeah, oh but we gosh. appreciate you guys uh, listening. You can follow us on lifeslemonade.unfiltered on Instagram. Yeah. And um, share, share, share. Yes, please do share with your friends, your mamas, your sisters, your wives, all that. Your husbands. If they want, yeah, if they want to hear. Yeah, they need some perspective. <laughs> You're It'd right. be good for them. You're right. So we'll see okay. you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.